0: Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardemus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This summer season, we're talking about our growth as a teacher, about specific ways we can take advantage of these summer months to learn and improve and reach that next level of effectiveness. This week, we're talking about a common challenge that many of you might have faced in this past school year, or if you're listening to this um, later than it's been put out, you might be in the middle of the school year and facing this right now, and that is that teacher anxiety, the worry and the stress and the frustration and just all of that anxiety that often accompanies being a teacher. It's very real. We, we can feel it sometimes. It weighs us down. It keeps us from enjoying teaching. It, it keeps us from enjoying our family when we go home. It's just kind of this constant anxiety. And it's caused by a lot of, a lot of things. But what I'm realizing is that um, as a Christian, it does not have to be this way. We don't have to spend the whole school year longing for summer so we can have a break from the anxiety. Uh, we don't have to dread those back to school signs that will start showing up before we know it and <laughs> that anxiety coming back in full force. We don't have to be sick to our stomach on Sunday night, worried about the upcoming week, and we don't have to feel like we're going to have a nervous breakdown every single Monday morning. Listen to Jesus' words, um, or these are actually the words of Paul in Philippians 4. He says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is a powerful promise, but one that sometimes we don't really believe. We hear it, it sounds great, but it just hasn't been our experience. We do pray but we're still worried. We're still anxious. We're still stressed out about a million things, especially um, when we think about going back to school and, and teaching. But does this mean that the promise isn't real? That God's word somehow isn't true? Or are we missing something? Is there something we're not quite understanding that is the key to unlocking to getting rid of our anxiety and unlocking a true life of joy and peace, and I've realized recently that I think there is. Let, let's think for a little bit about where anxiety comes from. Well, it can come from a lot of different places. But as you're, if you would stop and think right now and think, okay, where was my anxiety coming from as a teacher? I, I, I could be pretty sure to narrow it down within a few different categories. At least it's likely it fell into one of these categories. You want, you, one, you might have been worried about the future. Is this going to turn out the way I want? Are my students going to do as well as I hope? Am I going to get this job again next year? Am I going to get the job that I want? Are people going to, get all these things? I'm worried about the future. Is it going to turn out the way I want it to? Secondly, you might have been worried about what people thought of you. That's really common. What do my administrators think? What do my parents think? What do my students think? Do they think highly of me? Do they think I'm an idiot? And I get all frustrated when they do think that I'm not doing a good job. Um, Number three, we often get anxious, anxiety, worried, when we don't know how to handle a situation or we just don't know what to do. So if we don't know what to do, um, we get really anxious about that. Another one would be we don't want to deal with what we're stuck dealing with. So maybe you've got difficult students or a difficult administrator or just a difficult class schedule, and you just are frustrated and anxious about that because you don't feel like you should be having to deal with this. You're dealing with something that you don't want to be dealing with. And the final one I came up with was you might just simply be overwhelmed. There's just too much to do. So what I want to do uh, is kind of look at these, because here's the thing, the overwhelmed one, I'm going to be talking with you guys some more about that in the coming weeks, um, because um, I think if if your anxiety is primarily with being overwhelmed, then I'm going to recommend to you to join the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club uh, when it opens up at the end of June. And we're going to have an upcoming free training um, sometime coming up soon. More details to follow. Because the truth is, you simply cannot overload your plate. That is not the way God intended our lives to be. Well, at least not long term. In other words, there might be seasons of life where you are incredibly busy and that's and that's good and that's right and that's what it means to be. But year after year after year, month after month, you shouldn't constantly be go, go, going all the time. Otherwise, there's no time for God. There's no time for family. There's no time for all the other parts of your life that are that are equally important, if not more so. And so if you simply have been just overwhelmed, I want to encourage you to stay tuned. In particular, you can sign up for updates at teachfortheheart.com slash 40 hour teacher. And we'll be sure to notify you about the upcoming free training and when you can join the full program. But all the rest of these things, being worried about things turning out the way we want, what people think, how to handle situations. All of those, honestly, I believe can come down to a spiritual issue. We don't often think of it this way, but the truth is, if we're dealing with anxiety in one of these issues, nine times out of 10, and I would maybe even say 10 times out of 10, but I don't want to be too dogmatic, but most of the time, we're either not trusting God or we're not surrendering to God. Because if we truly are trusting God and truly surrendered to him, we won't be worried or anxious in any of these situations. Last fall, um, I found the book, Christian's Secret to a Happy Life, um, and also Abide in Christ, which was recommended to me by a friend. And these two books, which I will link to, by the way, in the show notes at teachfortheheart.com slash anxiety. These two books opened my eyes to a whole nother world of the Christian faith that it it really is the core essence of Christianity, but I'd somehow missed it. And that was this concept of abiding in Christ, of learning to trust him, depend on him, and surrender to him. And And here's kind of the core principle. And that's if we are trusting Christ and are surrendered to whatever he has, not what we want and we abide in him, then nothing can truly shake us. Yes, we may grieve. Uh, We might go through a period of grief. We might even go through suffering. But deep down, there can be an abiding peace that truly passes all understanding. So I want to try, this is a concept that honestly, it's hard to explain in a 15 to 20 minute podcast, but I'm going to do my best to give you a taste of it. And if this sounds intriguing to you, if it sounds like something you want, I want to invite you to join us in our upcoming session of Teach Uplifted. We're actually just opening enrollment today. You can join between now and next Thursday. So there's about 10 days that you can join at teachuplifted.com is where you can join. We're also going to be having a free training next Monday, I believe. Um, So you can get all the details for that as well at teachuplifted.com or at the notes for this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash anxiety. And the reason I'm mentioning that is I've gone through this program twice now with a group of teachers, and it's something that you I can't teach you all of this in 15 minutes. It takes a lot of thought. It takes looking into multiple aspects of it. It takes meditating on it. We do we do it for about six weeks where we meditate and think about it and explore all the different avenues. Um, so I'm just telling you right now I I can only I can only go so far in one podcast um but I hope to kind of give you an idea and like I said if this sounds intriguing if this sounds like something you need I hope you'll join us in Teach Uplifted. So, back to what we we're talking about though, let's kind of examine a few of these different issues and see how trusting and surrendering to God really do take care of them. The first one I mentioned was being worried about the future. In other words, is this situation going to turn out the way I want? And some of you, if you think back to the past school year and think about your anxiety, this it was related to this. You were worried about, was I gonna be invited back to teach? What classes am I gonna teach next year? Uh, who's my administrator going to be? Who's gonna be in my class? Like all these questions. Is this going to turn out the way I want? Maybe it was, are my students gonna get the grades I want? Am I gonna get the evaluations I want? All these things. But here's the thing. If we're worried about the future, we either haven't surrendered our future to God or we're not trusting him to work it out. It's one of those two. Here's what I mean by this. Often, we haven't really surrendered a particular situation to God. In other words, we know how we want it to turn out and that's what we want. We want what we want more than we want what God wants. And there's such freedom in surrendering an outcome to God, in saying, God, I want to get a good evaluation, but if my evaluation comes back horribly, I surrender that to you. That's your your choice. God, I want to teach in this school next year, but if you have something else, that's okay. I surrender it to you. There's such freedom in that. And then the other side of that, though, is do we trust God to work it out? And if you search the scripture, you will find, and even if you think back on your own life that God is faithful, we can trust him. I love the psalm that says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. He is worthy of our trust. Um, so if if we're worried about something, if we're anxious about how we want something to turn out, it's either because we haven't surrendered it, we want our outcome, and we don't like the idea that God might give us a different one. Or we are subconsciously thinking that God somehow doesn't have this under control or that he isn't really gonna turn it out the way it should be. And honestly, when we stop and think about it, isn't it so obvious? Like the answer is so obvious. The problem is we don't often stop and think that through. We often just let our minds spiral with worry and anxiety, but when we come back to the scripture and say, no, I give this to God, I give the outcome to him, I surrender it to him, and I'm, I'm trusting him. Trust is a choice. And it's a choice we have to come back to sometimes over and over again. But when we do, um, if we let that go and truly surrender to what God has and we choose to trust that what he has is best, then there's nothing left for us to worry about. It, the situation is in God's hands and he will work it out how he desires it to work out. We only need to do um, the steps that we know are in front of us. We, we, you know, we only need to do what we can and we can leave the results completely in his hand. Um, I, you know, when I think about this, I think about the verse Luke 9, 23, and Jesus said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And this is talking even about basically like, are you willing to lose your life for Christ? We often, you know, some, we, I don't know if you ever think about that. Am I willing to, to give up my life for Christ? Man, like, let's make that more practical. Am I willing to give up what I want in this particular situation? And surrender it to God Um, really is kind of where the rubber meets the road, isn't it? So that's what about if you're worried about your future? Some of you might have spent the whole year being worried about what people think. So much stress and anxiety is from this. I see it all the time in our Christian Teachers Lounge Facebook group. People are, cons- are stressed and concerned about what their administrator thinks of them, about how parents view them, and often we take things really personally, and we get upset when we're not treated right, or at least we perceive that we're not treated right, or we think that someone is viewing us in an incorrect light, and listen, this is human, it's very human, but it's also carnal, it's fleshly, it's not of the spirit, it's not the way Christ would respond in any of these situations. Because honestly, does it really matter? Does it really matter what our administrator thinks of us, What how a parent views us? It doesn't now. Now it does, and I, I will. I will give the caveat that yes, you know, if you've somehow damaged your reputation with that parent, it's going to, it's going to limit your effectiveness. So obviously, we do need to be concerned. I, I'm. Sa- I'm not saying to just who cares about your reputation, but I'm saying when you're doing the right thing, and someone is perceiving it wrong, and you're doing everything you can to remedy that situation, um, and it's just not working out. Honestly, we, we can't be so concerned about what people think. And especially what's important is our motive here. Are we concerned about the relationship or are we concerned about what people think of us? That's a really key question to ask yourself. What, what am I looking? Am I, do I want to restore the relationship or is this my pride? I want to look good. Um, honestly, the only, like I said, the only time What people think really matters is when it's affecting the relationship or the testimony or how people perceive God. So, for example, if we've done something wrong and we reflect poorly on Him, that's a problem. But otherwise, it it really doesn't matter what our administrator thinks of us. Once again, right? Even even if it means we get a bad position, God is in control. Do we have we go back go back to our topic before. Did we surrender that to him? What really matters is how God sees us and what he thinks. And if we're doing our best and we're surrendering and trusting him, that's all that matters. So sometimes we need to surrender our egos and our pride to him. Otherwise Honestly, ask yourself, am I holding my reputation as this secret idol? Am I worshiping? Am, am I more concerned about my reputation than I am about loving others and and serving God and 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 following him? You know, I think the verse in Galatians 1.10 um, is so powerful when Paul says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of christ um so we really we really have to think about that, and once again, this goes back to the question of the anxiety when you stop worrying about what other people think, then the anxiety that goes along with that and the stress and the you know your angst all of that just melts away, and what's left is just the desire to do your best to love others and to be effective I know i'm I'm just I know I'm not. If you're, if you're kind of listening to this and going, mm, but, but how does that work? I, I, encourage you to join us for the free training coming up. Join us in Teach Uplifted, um, because we go into this in so much more detail. I just only have so much time. We're already getting behind. So I'm going to hastily move on, but I hope you'll join us. You can get all that info at teachuplifted.com. Another situation that comes up that causes anxiety is when we don't know how to handle a situation. This is one of my worst things. This is one I'm most guilty of. So often we can work ourselves into a frenzy trying to figure out the solution to a problem. We rack our brains. We start to panic. Um, Now, here's the thing. God has given us creative minds to solve problems and find solutions. So as teachers, we often have to think creatively, right? And find a solution, make it work, be flexible. And that is all well and good. Like I said, God has given us a creative mind. We should be thinking creatively. We should be looking for creative solutions. But you know you've gone too far, or at least I know I've gone too far, when panic and anxiety start to crowd in. Or when this problem is the only thing that you can think about and you just can't stop thinking about it. When that happens, we've gone from trying to think of a creative solution to not trusting God with it. What needs to happen then, this, I've had to go through this process many times, is I need to stop and surrender these questions to God and trust him to guide. This has happened so many times in my own life. When I stop racking my brain, when I, it's almost like I have to come to the realization, I can't figure this one out. And when I come to that realization and I stop racking my brain and I pray and I say, God, I don't know what to do. I need you to show me what to do without fail. God brings clarity. Sometimes it's quickly. Sometimes it's a week later. Sometimes it's a month later. It's on his timetable, not mine. But that's part of the surrender is the surrender of God, you show this to me in your time. But he never fails to bring about the answer when I stop trying to force it and start trusting God. Once again, this doesn't mean that we stop talking to others or looking for answers. By no means. God often uses people or programs or books or maybe even a podcast to help guide us. But we have to choose to trust him to guide us. And not lean on our own understanding and not depend on all these other things. And once again, I think that key there is frant- that frantic. You know what I'm talking about. That fr- When you work yourself into a frenzy, when you can't stop thinking about it, that's when you know, I need to step back, surrender this to God, and allow him to show me the answers. I love for this, um, this question, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. What a great promise. Finally, we've got one more thing that often causes us anxiety, and that's when we don't want to deal with what we know is coming or what we're currently dealing with. Um Have you had those days when you just know your first period class is going to be a trial or you're dreading an upcoming confrontation with a parent? You just know what they're going to say. Whatever the situation is, you're looking, you know it's coming, or you're you're dreading this conversation with an administrator, whatever it is, we have to stop. We have to choose to trust God to guide us in the situation and going back to surrender, surrender the outcome to him. Trust him that he has you here for a reason and that he's using this situation in your life. You know, so often god god could just make everything smooth sailing but then we never learn anything so just like you think in school right if you just made everything easy for your students they would never learn anything so god often gives us challenges and to help us grow to teach us something so do we surrender that you know we often have this idea that somehow we deserve this easy life but like i said not only would that keep us from growing but It's just simply not what God has called us to. In fact, he's promised that we will have trials and difficulties and suffering in this life. And I think... Especially in, especially in America or in Western culture, we have this idea that the goal of our life and even the goal of Christianity is just to enjoy it and be happy. That's just not true. You know, God has called us to to shine for him, to be a light for him, um, to serve others. And so um, surrendering to him, looking for what he wants to teach us and just trusting him. When we do that, there's nothing that can shake shake our peace, I, I've talked to teachers who have started to understand this, and they say, you know, I have this upcoming meeting, and I and I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm not. I used I used in the past, I would be so stressed about this, but I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I I'm just trusting God to take care of it. And um, if that sounds like something you really want to work on, once again, I hope you'll join us in Teach Uplifted. I've seen so many teachers as we've gone through this program, um, just really start to understand these truths, and it's just been transforming their lives and their classrooms. And once again, you can get all the info at teachuplifted.com. I love a couple of verses I wrote down to go with this. 2 Corinthians 12, 10 says, therefore, um, this is Paul saying, I take pleasure in infirmity, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And James 1:2 through 4 says, my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So in all these cases, these truths are so simple. But it's just simply trust surrender, abide. But there are so many things that derail us from trusting God. It's so easy to say. Um, It's actually easier to do than you might think though. You might be thinking this is so easy, you know, way easier said than done. It's not as hard as you think, but there's so many misconceptions, so many challenges that keep us from it. And we work through them all one by one in Teach Uplifted. Also going to talk a little bit more deeply about it in a free training um, coming up next Monday. You can find details about both of those at teachuplifted.com. I'll also link in the notes for this podcast at teachfortheheart.com slash anxiety. Teach Uplifted um, will be open for enrollment today through Thursday, June 15th. Um, in preparation, we're actually going to start on Sunday, excuse me, on Sunday, June 18th. And I really hope to see you there. Um, it's been such an honor working through it, just seeing the transformation in the lives of teachers. And I'm just hoping we'll have um, a lot of people, a lot of you guys will join us for this upcoming session in the summer. Um, I think the summer is a great time to go to, to, concentrate on something like this because no you're not you're hopefully not dealing with too much anxiety right now because it's the summer uh, but you have the time to really dive into scripture to dive into the lessons and really learn um, these truths in preparation for next school year so that when those back-to-school signs show up you are no longer um, feeling that anxiety in the pit of your stomach and you're ready to face them with peace and confidence and joy in Christ uh, let's pray for a moment uh, before we wrap up Thank you, Lord, so much for each teacher that's listening and just for the opportunity to do Teach Uplifted um, with the teachers that have gone through the program and just the incredible transformation you've done in so many lives and in my life. Um, Just through these books and these resources and I just pray for these teachers out there right now that you will give them a a refreshing and a restful summer. I pray that you will draw them closer to yourself and that they will learn to trust and surrender to you and just really learn um, that anxiety is not from you and that they don't need it doesn't have to be part of their life as a Christian. I pray that those of you, those that will be helped by Teach Uplifted, that you will prompt them to join, that you will help them um, just to grow through it. And I just pray that this podcast will be a blessing to many teachers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks again for being here. Um, once again, um, all the notes are at teach uplifted, I'm sorry, teachfortheheart.com slash anxiety. Uh, if you're ready to join Teach Uplifted or just want to find out more about it, you can go to teachuplifted.com. There'll also be info there about how you can sign up for the free live training Um, which will be next Monday, Uh, unless it's already passed, in which case um, then it will not be there. The info will not be there anymore. Um, But if you're listening to this live, um, you got about a week to sign up for that. And I hope to see you there. I hope you have a great week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.